who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plague, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof, with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Shouts of Grace Center brings you pure and undiluted word of God from the impeccable throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Did we get blessed? Let's go ahead and appreciate Pastor Sylvester. Is that how to appreciate him? Amen. It's not easy to prepare messages. Uh, I will call one of you randomly to come and preach one day. It's a lot of work. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, we, we, we're going to be having a guest minister, music minister in the second service. He's going to be with us uh, for Thanksgiving. He's coming all the way from Ghana. I'm meeting him for the first time too, but on, on the recommendation of a very close friend. He's ministering in their church, so he's going to come here first. So we're expecting him during the second service to join us and minister to us in songs. Amen. All right, um, talking about the fear of the Lord, shall we look at Proverbs chapter 2? I'll just say a few things before we close. Proverbs chapter 2. Let me have some more volume on the monitors, please. Proverbs chapter 2. And um, I want you to listen to it from verse 1. It says, My son, if thou will receive my words and hide, my commandments with thee. I want you to see all these things that the scripture is mentioning. The first thing he said is what? Receive. Are you with me? The first thing he said is what? Say it loud. The second thing is what? Hide. If thou will receive my words and hide my commandments with thee. What does it mean to receive? It means to take that word in as your own. This word is meant for me. They are speaking to me. Just like what is spoken this, mo- this morning. You know, there's a way uh, you and somebody else, you have a particular quarrel, and then the two of you are in the same church, and then the pastor is preaching, and then you are glancing at the person to ensure that, I'm, is he even listening? They are talking to him now. No, you see, you are not receiving the word like that. You are deflecting the word to somebody else. You are supposed to receive the word for yourself, not for your neighbor, not for somebody that is not in church. I wish this guy is in church this morning to come and hear this word. So receiving the word means you personalize it. And then the second thing it says is that you hide. Now, if you, if you have um, um, like um, uh, 500k with you and you couldn't take it to the bank, so it has to be with you in the room, and then you have about four people visiting, uh, two of them are strangers, and they're sleeping with you in the same room, what are you going to try and do? You, t- you are going to try and hide. You try and hide. Are you with me here? You try and hide because it's valuable to you. So what the scripture is saying here is, if something is valuable to you, you should hide it. Are you here with me? So when it says you should hide the word, it's because it is valuable to you. So it says in verse 2, So that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply your heart to understanding. What is the first thing he said here? In verse 1. Are you with me here at all? The first thing he said is what? 
The second word is what? And then the third? Incline your ear unto wisdom. To incline means to set at an angle. So I'm const- constantly listening to God's word, either on tape, on CD, on YouTube, on phone. My ear is inclined, is set at an angle, uh, such that everything that is coming into my ears is God's word. So the scripture says, if you incline. What's the first thing he said? Number four. And say it now. Apply your heart. This means you, 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 you did not just receive this word. You are now uh, bringing it into your heart to do what it says to do. You are, you are applying your heart to it. That's number four, right? Number five in verse three. Yeah, if thou criest after knowledge. That's number five, right? If you what? Cry after it. And then number six, what did he say? Lift up your voice for understanding. So you are praying. So you hear a message like, uh, on the fear of the Lord, you go home and pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, let me, understand, let me be able to have your fear. Let me know what it is. You lift up your voice in the place of prayer. That's number six, isn't it? Are you still with me? Verse four, number seven. If thou, say it now, as what? As Pam Stalin, as Naira, that's what it means. The way you are so passionate about your job. They say, there's a business. There's an order you have to take. And that order is in Jaws. You will run to ensure that you deliver that order as quickly as possible. What have you done? You are seeking, focus here, my friends. You are seeking the word of God as what? As silver. The way you run after money. The way you value money so much. So you seek after this thing like silver. That's number what? That's number seven. Then number eight. And what? And search for her as for hid treasures. So they tell you that, see, inside your room, there is there is Two, there's 1,000 pounds somewhere there. But you should find it. How are you going to look for it? Eh? You just look for it for two minutes and say, I can't find it. Or you will start to pieces everything you have in your room one by one. Bring out every box. Start searching everywhere. So he says, if you search for it as for his treasures, then look at verse 5. He says, then. Come on, say with me, then. You will now understand what uh-huh. can you imagine how many things did he tell us to do eight describing the same thing about having passion for the word of God and he says until you go after God's word like that listen to me you cannot understand what it means to fear the Lord and yet fearing the Lord is a basic foundational quality you must have in order to succeed as a child of God. But in order to understand, to even know, because what you don't understand, you can't do it. You say, hey, I want to have God's fear. Do you even understand what the fear of God is? And then he says, before you can understand, because then shall you understand. Before you can understand, Proverbs chapter 2 verse 1, my son, 
What's the first thing? Receive. That's verse 1. Media. That's verse 1. If you receive the words, my words. Number 2. Hide my commandments. Number 3. Incline your ear. That is set it at an angle. Number 4. Apply your heart. Number 5. Cry after knowledge. Number 6. Lift up your voice for understanding. Number 7. Seek her as silver. Number 8. Search for her as for each treasure. He said then. Come on, say then. It's just like saying, see. You want to pass this exam. If you can read in the night. Read in the afternoon. Then go to library. Then come out of library. Go and do research. Then go to school. And they give you eight things. Say, then will you pass? What they are saying is, look, before you can pass, you have to do all these things. Is somebody with me here? Then. So, the understanding, the fear of, of God is all around searching the word of God. Going after it with all your strength, with all your power, with every fiber of your being. With every strength you have. Dedicating time and attention to it. Let me, let me bring it down for you in the way you understand. Let's look at it. My son. If you will receive. A word from the Lord. About that sister. And hide a love in your heart. So that you go after her. To ask her out, to buy her a card, buy her gifts, take care of her, pray for her, then you can have her as a wife. There are the things you have to do before this can happen. If you look at that scripture, he said, then will you understand? Because what you don't understand, you can't do. Just sit down there and say, eh, all these things they are preaching. Oh, fear of God, fear of God. Eh, I have fear now. See, the fear of God is not trepidation. It's not, hey, no. It is awe and reverence. Let me tell you something. If you say, well, do you fear your dad? It's in two ways. You can fear your dad without respecting him. I hope you know. Inside your heart, you don't like him, but... He's the lion of the tribe of the house. He barks at you. You must do this. You go and do it. And inside your dad, your dad feels, yes, he fears me. But you really don't. The day you begin to fear your dad is when you have awe and reverence. And how do you have awe and reverence? Most of the time, you actually have awe and reverence for your parents after you have grown up. Because it is when you have grown up that you understand your dad. As a young guy, you just don't understand. You just don't understand the way he does things. Why he does? You just don't understand his way of doing things. But as you grow up and you yourself, you are becoming a dad. Revelation will begin to hit you. It is at that moment you have awe and reverence for your dad. But what you had before was fear and trepidation. Ha! Ah, that is it. That is it. That is it. But behind him, you go and do something bad. So what God wants us to have for him is not trepidation. It's not 
this vicious fear of trembling. No, it is awe and reverence. That is why I say in the book of Hebrews, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may what? Obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And you see, because in the Old Testament, you couldn't approach God though. like that. In boldness, that person is going to die. You can't go to the Holy of Holies. But in the New Testament, Jesus paid the price when he said it is finished and he bowed his head. The temple curtain, which is 20 feet high and 4 inches thick, was torn into two. And people that were outside could literally see the Holy of Holies. For thousands of years, it's only the priest that has access to it. And even when the priest is going inside, they're going to tie a rope around his leg in case he dies. Nobody's going to go there and pick his corpse. Unless there will be two dead bodies. So they will use the rope to pull the guy out. And then they will look for the next person in line of priesthood. Yeah, you two go. But write your will before you go. Because we are not sure. And then the question is sometimes, you want to ask, how would they even know when, when the priest died inside that place? Because he goes there to perform, you know, the sacrifice unto the Lord. So if you see the, the design of the priestly garment, underneath the base of the garment, there are bells and pomegranates. Those bells, they start making, you know, a sound, good symphony sound, as it moves around in the Holy of Holies. And every time they hear a sound, they know that he's still alive. The moment there is no sound again, this guy is dead. So it is today. The moment heaven can hear your voice in the place of praise, in the place of worship, in the place of prayer, it's as though the person is dead. There's no communication. As a matter of fact, what establishes your relevance in the heavenlies is your relationship with God when your voice is heard. And God wants to hear your voice all the time. He said, open your mouth and I what? And I what? I'll feel it. So let's understand the fear of the Lord. With this fear of the Lord, it will keep you away from sin. It will keep you away from offending God. The only reason why Joseph did not sleep with Mrs. Potiphar is not because he was righteous. It was what you call the fear of the Lord. He said, how will I do these things unto the Lord? The only reason God has kept me this far is because of the fear of the Lord. He said, Pastor, are you ever tempted to do something really, really bad, nasty? Many, many times. How come you didn't do it? The fear of the Lord. See, when I was being called to ministry, I saw a vision of Jesus Christ standing before me. And every time I'm confronted with a choice, either to do something wrong or something bad, I see that picture all over again. And that picture will not allow me. Now, hear me. The, the vision, not everybody will have a vision like that, but the vision I had of Jesus Christ helped me to understand the fear of the Lord. When you understand the fear of the Lord, you won't do something terrible or nasty against the Lord. You, you will be kept at bay. The flesh will rise most of the time. Do this, do that, do this, do that. But because of the fear of the Lord, the fact that I can't offend God. No, I can't. I'm not going to do it. It's, it's, not, it's not because you are strong in that sense. It's the fear of the Lord. 
And everybody needs that fear. You need to have that fear of the Lord, people of God. It will help you a lot in your decision making. Having had opportunities where girls ready to give sex. I'm telling you the truth. Or what does it mean for you counseling a lady? And then my wife gets up and quickly goes inside to pick something and before my wife comes out, the lady opens a lap wide for you to see. And that was around 1 a.m. in the night, in the morning. 12, around 12.30, 1 a.m. And she was going to pass the night in her house. And she did not only open her lap. So maybe say, ah, pastor, that's just a mistake now. Maybe she sat carelessly. Now wait. She opened the laps slowly and then stuck out her tongue and did like this. What does that mean? It's an invitation to what? Sex. So some guy will sit there and say, ah, my shoe. Maybe you don't see Ah, opportunity. But you just wasted your life and destiny. Because the following morning, I asked them to go and drop the girl. We're, we're trying to help her because she drank poison the day before. Everything was a setup. Looking back, she drank poison. We're trying to help her. By the time we took her to the hospital and brought her back, our all was closed up, so we had to bring her home. Next day, I said, please, go and drop this girl. The only, only second time, I said, come. Why did you do that? What you did yesterday? And she smiled. And uh, this is not a girl that is not fine. If somebody that is not fine, do that. I say, just stop, stop that, not get out of this way, my friend. I'm talking of. After service, go and ask my wife that that person that that is talking about was a really pretty girl, light in complexion. You couldn't find a spot on her skin, not face, so on her own skin, dimples. Gap tooth and has a perfect figure eight shape. When I mean perfect, I mean perfect. Her face, her skin glowing. You could literally see the spirit of lust upon her. She's the kind of girl that walk along the road and every man, no matter how anointed you are, you start to take one or two looks. Okay. That kind of girl. And she opens a pant. I said, why did you do that? He said, Pastor, you are strong. And then she started talking. She said, I'm an assignment to pastors. He said, Pastor, if you are slept with me, you won't cross 50. Your life will be divided into two. Your lifespan. That's what she was telling me. He said, you can't fulfill your ministry. I said, you are an assignment. Who, who sent you an assignment? I called the brother. I said, quickly go and drop him in a hurry. Now, that other guy, we're still counseling that one. I said, Toba, for what are you? Your life is gone. You are finished. Drop him in a hurry and turn back. I'll be dropped in a hurry and turn back. Are you following me here? Why didn't I do anything that night? Everything was set up. It was an open invitation. Very open. And my wife sleeps deeply. Unless she wants to pray. If she's not praying, if my wife is not waking up to pray, if she sleeps, 
it's morning time. And when my wife sleeps, under 10 seconds, I've never seen that kind of gift. My wife is perfect for explanation of a gift, his beloved sleep. 10 seconds, she sleeps. And if I stand up to go, she won't know. And this girl is right in the guest room beside our room there. Everything was set. The only reason it's a beautiful girl. The only reason is the fear of the Lord. It's the fear of the Lord. You know how I understood the fear of the Lord? Let me tell you. My understanding of that fear is that if I try any nasty thing, I will die. And I don't want to die. My assignment is not done. So if that thing is in my heart, are you following me? And you know where that thing came from was I had a confession I was reading when I first gave my life to Jesus and I was getting ready to you know enter the ministry. And part of that confession says, Lord, I'm gonna serve you all my life. I said, Lord, I would rather die. You remember that confession? You are taking that confession to so we are together. I said, I would rather die. Yeah. And that's not the only part. There were was, was several die, die, die there. I've, I took that confession for years. Are you following me? They say, I would rather die than to go back. And so, you now come. Like this. It's the spirit of death I'm seeing. As, as soon as you are trying to naked yourself, spirit of death. You are not welcome. Are you following me? And there's some of you here, and I'm not saying you should do the, exactly the same thing I say, but some of you before you can even bring yourself to say, Lord, if, if I ever try anything, five minutes before I do it, kill me. Eh? Me, they stop. I know myself. You know why? You don't understand the fear of the Lord yet. You don't. When you do, you will know that there's nothing. Not even your life. It's as important as pleasing Him. As pleasing Him. May God grant us understanding of His fear in Jesus' name. Let's rise upon our feet. Glory to God. Let's go ahead and talk to God. Just bless His holy name. Just worship Him this morning. Just ascribe all greatness to His name. Thank Him and worship Him and bless His holy name. Father, we thank You. And we worship You for Your Word. We give You all the praise. Thank You, Lord Jesus. Mandala bashuta kirando sila nanagegengrishufela badisia. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank You. We thank You, we thank You, we thank You, we thank You. Handala barushi katizida. Embrelo shatarikuzisa nekongandashia. Oh, Lord, we bring ourselves into a place if you are here this morning and you have not given your life to Jesus, I would like to present us an opportunity to do so. It is the greatest decision you will ever take in your life. If you are making that decision this morning, say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I declare you died for my sin. You rose up on a third day. From today, I'm a new creature. All things have passed away. 
all things have become new. In Jesus' name. Congratulations if you prayed that prayer. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to God's kingdom. Please kindly leave a comment or send us a message on any of our social media handles so that we can send you the relevant materials. God bless you. This message is brought to you by Junamis and Sophia and part of the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, Shouts of Good Center, Jesus and Hope's Club, an online ministry to singles and married couples. Connected us on Instagram at Pastor Dunamis, at Pastor Sophia Bola, at Shouts of Grace Center, at KC underscore global, on Facebook at KC Global, on YouTube at Dunamis Tunde Noah. On MixLR at KHC Global. Visit our website www.kcsandhawks.com. Via our mail at kcpartners at gmail.com. To partner with us, kcsandhawks.com slash partnership. God bless you.